when the storm sirens go off. You ready to get yourself and your family down your storm shelter? Nah, man, not me. I opened up mine the other day. Grass clippings, dead spiders, a couple live spiders, a dead scorpion, live crickets were down there. Why would I have my wife and my family go down to that storm shelter? Can't even keep it clean. So what I decided to do, I called up StormCheck.team. They team up with local veterans to keep your storm shelter safe and clean. They offer their signature five-point service, which includes they get down there, they vacuum, they clean. Those dead spiders, grass clippings, live spiders, gone. It's sanitized. It's deodorized. They give you fresh water supply. Install a motion-sensored LED light. How brilliant is that? And they ensure that your shelter location is registered with your local emergency management office in your respective city, state, and town. Freaking brilliant. For the premium subscriber, you get to see them twice a year and you get a first aid kit. Give them a visit on their website, www.stormcheck.team. Get to know them. They're awesome. They're undefeated, just like your storm shelter will be. That's www.stormcheck.team. Stop being afraid of your storm shelter. Give them a call. Thank you so much for tuning into Defining Moments Podcast. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your time, the time that you took to listen to their guests and their story. Any feedback you have will be greatly welcome. Improvements, critical thoughts, please let us know. Be brutally honest because that's how we like it. Enjoy your day. Stay undefeated. Welcome back to the Undefeated Defining Moments podcast located here in Project 3810, the house that Kyle Golding built. Today's very special guest is the undefeated all-American mother of three, entrepreneur, and she's running for Senate District 22 in the great state of Oklahoma. Kristen Thompson, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Wong, for having me. Absolutely. I am so happy to be here. I'm honored to be hosting <laughs> this show. You like the shoot? I, I do. You look uh, pretty dapper today. Well, thank Thanks you. Thanks for getting all dressed up for me. Yeah, Sooner in Suits, oh, the, yeah. Man, the man, talk about it, and he's your husband, <laughs> Bryce Thompson. He is. He is my husband. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> A little swag bag thank for you. you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, enjoy Open it. Open this here and just, uh, can I show everybody? It's my, sure, do it. My, uh, my, it better be my undefeated shirt. <laughs> if not, I'm leaving. Yes, oh, sir. <laughs> there we go. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. There it is. That's the one. Yeah. Wear this on the campaign trail. I love it. Yeah. That's so Thank awesome. Thank you. I sure appreciate that. Absolutely. My my wife normally comes to these, and she really wanted to meet you, So, but she had to go to Tulsa. Sure. So she left me with a honeydew <gasps> list of questions okay. that she really wants All answered. Right. Okay. So they're unfiltered, and if you don't feel like answering them, that's okay too. Okay, I think we'll I think we'll be good. Okay, so how are you this morning? We're good. Yeah. You know, uh, got everybody up and and off to school. It's that end of the year mm. uh, rush, and it's uh, interesting because I feel like May just in general is mm. is crazy busy with the kids with school and all their activities, and yeah. everybody's wrapping their stuff up and all the you know stuff going on at school, and then we are the month of May is birthday central at our house. So um, our second son, um, his birthday is on Cinco de Mayo, which if you have a baby on Cinco de Mayo, (laughs) that's probably a warning label. They're going to be a little crazy. Um, And then our our youngest, his birthday is this week. Um, And then my birthday is at the end of the month. So we've got a a lot going on in May. Um, But, you know, things are good and, and happy to be here. And everybody's you know, healthy and happy and, and yeah. we're, we're fortunate. We're thankful. So that's it's all, awesome. it's all good. A lot yeah. going on, but all good. Heck yeah. You said something about the 10th birthday or something like that. It's a surprise. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So we have a tradition in our family um, started a couple of years ago. You know, we are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, and there's some 
some challenges uh, being the children of serial entrepreneurs. Yeah. And a lot of the time, um, you know, you don't get that quality one-on-one time, especially mm. with siblings. Um, I'm an only child, so this is whole new thing to me. But we decided a couple of years ago with our oldest that it would be um, just a really good idea to invest in some time, just one-on-one yeah. uh, with each kid when they turn 10. That's and awesome. so, yeah, we were able to to sneak away for, for a few days and, and spend some time just loving on Graham. He's our middle one. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was it was really good. It was really, really good just to have that time mm-hmm. um, with him. So, yeah, we were thankful to get to do that. For sure, especially with the month of May with all these celebrations going. And then also you're on the campaign trail. Yes. We'll take a little dive into yeah. that, probably a deep dive into yeah, that. Sure. My question for you first on mm-hmm. how do you start your mornings with some of your habits, your high energy? Yes. So... <laughs> I get up every day at five o'clock and I go to the gym or I work out at the house. Um, If I don't get it in early, um, it won't get done. Our youngest, you know, he's fixing it before and he is huge. And so I used to, you know, work out to, you know, be fit or whatever, but I'm getting older. And so now it's so my, my back doesn't go out. Um, So I start out, you know, with with my workout and then I, you know, try to have my quiet time, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just spend some time with the Lord and and refocus. Focus, um, really prepare for my day, um, and then the rush starts. <laughs> so get the kids up, get everybody you know fed, and make sure they have all of their things for school, and then out the door. Bryce takes them to school every day because yeah. uh, he he drops them off on their way to work, and the big kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I take Brooks to school, and then we are off to the races every day. Um, you know, especially now that it's campaign season yeah. looks a little different. Some yeah. days I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> um, a lot of days I'm out, you know, knocking doors and, and meeting, you know, voters in district 22, um, which that has been really fun. Yeah. Um, logistically, it is a little challenging just sure. making sure everybody gets where they need to be so I can go, you know, spend <laughs> that time there. But, um, it has been, it's been really good. So, yeah. you know, and wrap the day up, do the mom thing again, you know, dinner, <laughs> laundry, squeeze it all in. So uh, bedtime wow. and, you know, rinse, repeat, do it again the next day. That's awesome. So yeah. high energy person like yourself, sure. how do you deal with negativity? You know, um, the word, so every year, Bryce and I, um, right around New Year's, we'll, we'll send our kids to his parents and, and we just spend some time together kind of refocusing for the year. Um, and we always get a word um, for the year. And okay. so this year, specifically, my word is focus. And so um, I'm learning um, as I get older and the more you know things that we add to our plate mm. um, that I have to focus on the task at hand. And yeah. so especially you know, stepping into a public um, position, there's opinions and, and feedback coming from everywhere, right? And so yeah. um, that's one reason why it's so important to me that I, I start my day off, you know, just spending time with the Lord and in prayer so mm-hmm. I can stay focused on what He's called me to do. And and really, I don't want to say ignore negativity um, because I do think a lot of times, you know, feedback can be constructive. Um, but I really know that when I am I am following the path that I'm supposed to be on. Um, yeah. I've got pretty thick skin. It kind of just rolls off my back, to be honest with you. That's great. So I like the word focus. Yes. And it's kind of like just letting water run off yep. your back. Yeah. Moving on to the next yeah. situation, whatever yeah. that might be. Exactly. I like that. 2020 with the whole pandemic. Sure. A lot of negativity was running rampant, I felt like. How did you handle 2020 and what was the outcome for you personally? Yeah, so to be honest with you, 2020 was probably the one of the hardest years of my life. Um, there was a lot of change, um, a lot of things that were outside of my control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, I, I was probably in one of the lowest places I have I had ever been um, in my life. It was, it was challenging. My kids, um, you know, they were in a blended model for school, um, home three days a week and school two days a week. Um, we had a two-year-old and so trying to manage um, just all of that. I'm a terrible homeschool teacher. So shout out to the teachers. Right. You are irreplaceable. We love you. Um, please don't make me do that ever again. I'm not good. <laughs> My kids would say that. I'm okay with that. Um, but, you know, really through, I, I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. You know, that's a conversation we have a lot in our home is that 
so often, I think in in society now, everyone has to be comfortable. And and anytime things are not perfectly, you know, in alignment, um, we have a tendency to kind of, you know, panic even. And so I did that a lot in 2020, um, but really just working through, honestly, a lot of prayer, mm-hmm. um, a lot of discipleship, a lot of, uh, you know, counseling even, um, working with my friends and, and through Bible studies. Um, it was kind of a season that I just had to pass through. And, and because of that, I, I have cl- so much more clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to not sweat the small stuff anymore yeah. um, it, it was a really hard season but it was really good for me yeah so um, did I handle 2020 well I don't know You're I don't here. know but I did make it yeah and I grew a lot from it um, and and growth is uncomfortable but that's okay yeah yeah what what made it uncomfortable I felt like every day I had to function in my weaknesses so I am not like with my children. I am not a good teacher. There were so many things. I mean, at the time we had a two-year-old, and a nine-year-old, and a ten-year-old, eight-year-old, and a nine-year-old. Um, you know, we were fighting uh, iPads from the schools that sometimes worked and sometimes they didn't. And you know, sometimes the platform worked and sometimes the platform didn't. And then you've got a you know two-year-old grabbing the the pins and coloring on the walls, and it, it was just chaos. It yeah. was just chaos. Um, and so I just had to learn to be okay with things not being okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Earlier you were talking about Excel spreadsheets, how you and <laughs> Bryce were, <laughs> he's all about OU football, oh, sooner yeah. in suits, et cetera. He'd run all these malls in Excel. Mm-hmm. I would imagine you probably do the exact same thing or a similar fashion because you're running for state senate sure. in District 22. So how do you do all that? Yeah. So the funny thing is that I am actually not into Excel at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> that okay. is that is not my thing. One thing I did learn actually through 2020 um, is, you know, I view myself as a connector now. Okay. Um, I know what I'm good at and I'm okay being not good at what I'm not good at, right? Yeah. And so I have a really good team. You know, obviously Bryce is is the point person on my team. So he really handles, you know, all of the you know, the, the money and, and, and all of that in Excel. Um, and I get to do the people I have, you know, I have a consultant, um, whom I just adore. She has actually become one of my very best friends. Um, she has truly become family. And so my team, um, really is the only reason I can do this. You know, our family, uh, my in-laws, my parents, my friends, um, our, our team is really, really strong. And so I get to do what I do best, which is ideas mm-hmm. and people. Yeah. So that's awesome. You you talked about or you use the word connector. Yes. Are there other pieces of besides being a connector? It sounds like a book or leadership book. Sure, sure. Um, you know, so what I like to do is I I, I am completely honest with you. I am mm. not ever going to be the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that it's possible to know everything. So yeah. what what I want to do is you know, connect people with, mm. with the expert, um, even myself, where can I go to get the knowledge to solve our problem? How can I empower other people yeah. to really take ownership of their situation, Love right? Yeah. Um, and, and take accountability for what's going on in their lives. And even though it's not perfect or it might be uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. What do we do to fix it? How do we move forward here? You know, who can help us? What organizations are there for support? So that's really how I how I view myself is just I, I want to be an advocate. Whatever you need, mm. like I, I just want to be a helper. That's really my goal in in That's all awesome. areas of my life. That's great. It's like low ego. You want to help people out. Yeah, people I'm, that be better. I'm I'm really just kind of wired that way. I've I've always been I've always been like that. Yeah. So that's just where my heart is. That's how the Lord made me. I guess. That's fantastic. <laughs> I because leaders, uh, quite a few. Of them, talk about they know quite a bit or they talk like they know everything Mm. but they forget to really give the props to the quote-unquote connectors of the Mm. world that really helped them Mm. get to where they are today yeah so i think you know being business owners Mm. um that has really just oh my gosh there's so much knowledge from that experience you know and and leading people is hard and 
we have always wanted to lead in a way that people want to follow. Yeah. You know, we, we don't view ourselves as above anyone else. Um, we're on a team and the ability to be a good team player is especially, you know, in commercial construction, because that, that's how we, you know, feed our kids. Um, it, it's team. It's it's all about the team. And, and sometimes, you know, you got to you got to give a little bit. Right. You might not be perfectly happy, but it, for the success of the project and for the good of the team um, to do right by your owner, um, you got to kind of lay it down, mm. you know, to, to move forward. You got to think big picture, right? Yeah. Um, and it's hard. It's challenging. Um, but that's what we believe is right. That's how we, that's how we function, you know? That is excellent. You have my vote. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So well, great. <laughs> let's get into these questions. Yeah, my, absolutely. My wife uh, really wants me to hit them. So sure. what is your business philosophy and why? Yeah, so our for our construction company, actually, our, our motto is people over projects. Um, so when we were starting our construction company a couple of years ago, you know, we were just talking about how we we wanted to be, you know, countercultural. You know, obviously, we're for profit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody needs to make money. You've got sure. to feed your kids. That's how how the world works. Um, but at the end of the day, we decided that people were more important than the dollar. And so we are always going to put people first, right? Um, that doesn't necessarily, you know, always mean saying yes, right? Mm-hmm. You have to sometimes say no, because this is better for you, mm-hmm. you know, in working, working as a team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but people first like that's our heart that's our heart in everything we do you know our, our restaurants community through beer group yeah. right um we are just people focused so um the whole team mentality it, it is critical in all of the industries we're involved in um and really just being successful you know as a family even yeah. you know as a good being a good friend right yeah. um being a good church member you know um part of the team so yeah. Do you feel like sometimes time is a constraint where you want to be here, but you know you have to be here instead? Yes, How that do you is. Deal with that? that is um, challenging. Sometimes <laughs> you know it. If I'll, you know, being honest, sometimes it's like, well, suck it up, Buttercup. We got to go. <laughs> um, it's not always ideal, but again, it goes back to that idea of learning to be, you know comfortable and being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Life is not always perfect and there are sacrifices that have to be made. And, you know, maybe it's for a season, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, it's not always going to be like this. Um, But you just kind of, you just have to learn to roll with it. You know, I I used to really fight really, really hard um, to keep, you know, structure and order. And the, the older I get, the more I'm learning that that is really just not, long-term sustainable right yeah you remind me of the phrase the term i use is you're a realist yes (laughs) you're straightforward with it because ideally we want to be at all of our kids Mm -hmm. events Mm -hmm. but realistically Mm -hmm. there's got to be some times when we can't Mm -hmm. be yeah to your point you gotta suck it up buttercup yeah it's hard you know (laughs) and that goes back to where you know just so thankful for our friends and family you know we we shipped our our middle one off a couple of weeks ago to a basketball tournament it was his first out-of-state basketball tournament uh bryce was out of town i needed to be you know out out knocking doors and so we had to send him with a friend and it was it was so good to know that we have that team um you know that's really there for us they they love him they had a blast um, they ended up winning, so go Dragons, <laughs> shout out. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you find your team, you know, your, your village, so to speak, yeah. you know, that's kind of the tagline there, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're just so thankful for them. Yeah. So thankful for the help. Yeah. You talk about the village and the team. How does Kristen create a culture of a team? Sure. You know, my focus is always you know to love like jesus right we're gonna start there um and that doesn't mean you know laying down and being weak um but i think it means standing firm and being consistent um loving people even you know through the yucky um and and just being you know loyal and and people 
you know, they, they want to be somewhere that's safe. And people are also drawn, you know, just to authenticity. And so, so being transparent and offering up, you know, when I struggle or, you know, celebrating the successes, um, j- just being real. And, and I just want to offer a place for people, mm-hmm. right? We're not always going to agree. I mean, I'm married to someone I don't always agree with. Yeah. He's wrong a lot. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I think, I think being able to have a safe place for people, um, you know, that's really one of my goals. You know? Yeah, I asked Bryce the exact same question, oh. and you both use the word authenticity, mm. which is brilliant because that's what you both are. Oh, thank you. I've met him personally. I'm now meeting you personally, and you both carry that word. Thank you. Really well. Thank you. So hats off to you both. Thank you. Thank that's you. That's awesome. So how did you get started in the hospitality industry, commercial construction? Yeah, so with our restaurants, that's actually a funny story. Um, Bryce came home one day uh, with our partner that we uh, we go to church with, and he was like, you know, Stephen and I are going to start this deal in downtown Edmond. And I was like, all right, go team. I didn't really think anything of it. Our kids were like 13 months and not even I don't know, maybe two. I don't even know. They were super little. I was like in the throes of like toddlerhood, right? Um, three months later, he's like, okay, so we we bought the property. Property's secured. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so really, uh, we got into it because, well, first of all, we didn't know any better. But second of all, um, we wanted to build a place for ourselves. There wasn't there wasn't a gathering place um, mm. for, for people in Edmond. Um, and so really, it, it was born out of well, what do we want to do? You know, we, we love Oklahoma City, don't get me wrong, but, you know, we have little kids, so we're paying for babysitters to drive right. down into town, yep. you know, and then come back. And so um, we felt, you know, Edmond was ready, um, very community, community-based community uh, town. And so we kind of just dove dove right in, like the Lord was like, go, and we did. And now we've got you know, location number five under construction. It's it's crazy, um, really just how it's taken off. Yeah. So construction, you know, that's what Bryce got his degree in. Uh, my degree actually is communication sciences and disorders. Not even anywhere, cl- <laughs> I know, okay. not even anywhere close <laughs> to construction. Looking looking back, I, I probably uh, would have done things a little different just because, you know, we were gonna have a construction company. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have a natural knack for design um, not necessarily like, you know, doing your shelves. I, I will, I will do your shelves if you need me to. But I'm more of like a, hey, this wall can go and that door can move there, and you know, the structural yeah. um, aspect of it. My my brain just kind of works like that. So Bryce and I make a we make a really good team. Yeah. Um, in that arena, but um, you know, now it it looks like we're entering into a, a new industry. Um, you know, and into the policy making. Um, things so you know it all it all works out everything everything leads you to you know where you are today yeah. so I can't I guess I sh- shouldn't say I would do anything differently because we're on a good path yeah that's exactly so, right yeah it's it's yeah. great stuff I yeah. enjoy it I was going through your profile on the internet and a phrase stuck out to me it says equitable infrastructure yes what do you mean by that? Yes. So to me, equitable infrastructure means, you know, and actually it, it just passed this week, um, you know, broadband to our rural communities. So I, okay. I grew up in Fort Gibson. That's probably okay. a, a helpful um, piece of information there. So I have a unique perspective in that I have, you know, 18 years of growing up in a rural community and, mm-hmm. and now, you know, 20 plus years being urban suburban. And so um, I I know the needs of of rural communities, but I'm also living in a suburban community. And Mm so we have to offer, you know, connectability to our our rural communities, um, not only for education, right? So our kids can access, um, I mean, there's a wealth of knowledge on the internet. Um, just making sure that they have those opportunities, just like people do, you know, in urban areas mm-hmm. where we have the, you know, fiber optics. Um, and so I think it's really important to to make sure that we are all connected. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. think it's it's good for workforce development. It's good for you know moving our state forward. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean by that. That's great. You have both rural 
urban, suburban. So you have all the experiences. I do. And you're bringing it together. Yes. And you're about to win. That is the plan. I love it. That is the plan. That's great. I mean, I'm undefeated. I mean, should we just end the podcast there, Kyle? What's going on? <laughs> right? Facts. So why are you running? You know, I, I just want to make things better. Mm. I think Oklahoma, for the most part, is on a positive trajectory. Do I think we have weak spots that we need to work on? Yes, I do. Um, do I have certain concerns specific to me? Yes, I do. Um, but I also know, you know, representing 80,000 people, um, there's a weight to that. And so the simple answer is, I just want to help. You know, um, I, I got into this because, um, you know, through COVID, um, learning, you know, how things work, how things don't work, um, having a, a different perspective from from being a business owner when you're, you know, self-employed, it, it's innovate or die, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that sometimes, um, you know, people, and this is just human nature, you get comfortable and you, you get kind of stuck. Um, that, that's not to be disparaging. It's just, that is what happens, you know? Um, and so being able to take a fresh perspective, um, you know, to our capital and and just ask the questions why, I mean, you know, people that know me, they're like, oh my gosh, she's always, she, this girl, she, she'll email everybody. And I do because I need (laughs) to, I just want to understand, you know, if I, if I don't understand, um, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. And so I need to kind of process through that. Mm -hmm. Um, my heart is for people. My heart is for this community. Um, obviously my kids, you know, they're young. We have a long journey ahead of us, um, you know, with education and, and things like that. And, um, my heart really is just to make things better, Mm -hmm. to make things better. I also want to be a voice of kind of calm, um, I come from a long line of redheads, so I do. I can get fiery. Don't don't mistake that. Um, but I I think you know being out on the doors and meeting my neighbors. Um, I think people are just worn out with all of the divisive rhetoric, mm. and so I think there's a way. You know, being in being a business owner, um, you you have to learn how to you know interact with people. Um, in a respectful way, um, especially when you disagree, because if yeah. you if you don't, you probably won't have repeat business, mm-hmm. right? If you're difficult to work with, mm-hmm. um, that's going to be challenging for your business. Yeah. And so that is one thing that I, the more that I meet people, the you know the more doors I knock, um, you know, reassuring them like, hey, listen, like your neighbors feel the same way. I am here to operate differently, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I really, you know, I want to be a helper, and I want to to just kind of calm calm the angst that people are feeling, you know, towards each other. Mm. So, what, what what kind of angst when you go and knock on doors? You know, they're just. I think they're just worn out, and they feel like they're their voices are not heard. Mm. Um, a lot of times, um, you know, people don't understand actually how easily accessible our elected officials are. Um, they they forget that like they're there to help, you know? Um, but just the loud, flamboyant, just aggressive tone um, mm. that has kind of become, you know, politics. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've had a lot of people there that are, they're like, I just don't even, I don't even want to participate anymore. I'm like, oh, you cannot, you cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. You cannot, you know, decisions are made by those who show up. True. So you have to stay engaged. You have like, ask, ask for help, reach out, reach out to your elected officials, like actually get some information. So, so you don't just hear, you know, the headlines screaming. Right. So. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Well, on that, what are maybe a couple questions that you wish people would ask you, but no one ever asked? Oh, gosh. You know, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, so I really have kind of, you know, run the gamut. I think, you know, people don't necessarily ask a lot of, you know, 
what kind of leader that I want to be. Mm. Um, but that's also a very abstract question too. Sure. You know, people, yeah. when you're on their door, they're talking about their specific needs and concerns. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what kind of leader do I want to be? You know, how am I going to lead? Um, yeah. You want to answer those? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, like I said earlier, I, I want to be accessible and I want to be kind, yeah. right? We are not always going to agree. That is sure. just how the world works. Um, but I will make a place for people. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as we are respectful, um, we have we have lost the art of disagreeing without being disagreeable, mm. you know? Mm. Um, so how can we converse, um, you know, and, and get get somewhere without being against each other as people? Sure. You know? Sure. Um, our ideas might be in conflict, but we don't have to be in conflict. Yeah. So that that's really, you know, my that's my approach kind of with everything. Yeah. You know? That's great. So. You brought up some really good points because, and I'll take this to my friend, he's on these dating apps. Oh. And so <laughs> what he says is the other person says if, she, if you are liberal or if you are conservative, swipe don't sure. contact me. Sure. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't recall politics ever being this um, divisive. Sure. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you noticed that as yeah, well. I yeah, I do. I um, do. I think, you know, I think social media has a lot to do with that. Mm. Um, we, not only are we more connected, mm-hmm. um, but there's also a platform for the most part, where you can really say anything without any repercussions. Right. Um, I think that's dangerous. Absolutely. You know, um, to just be able to spout off, you know, whatever hate or, you know, false truth. Um, yeah. It's it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I do see that, unfortunately. Um, I hope I can counteract that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I might not always do it well, but, but I am aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's concerning. It is. Yeah. Well, for sure, because you have kids. Yeah. And that could become a situation mm-hmm. where as the older they get, the mm-hmm. more information they consume, mm-hmm. which could be a positive thing. Sure. Because there's a balance. Also, right. Like with anything in life, yeah. there's a balance. I yeah. love chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Can't eat them all day, every day. You know, there's a balance. There's That's a balance. right. That's because those 5 a.m. workouts get a little more intense if you have a little bit more. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, they might not happen if I'm eating that many cookies just to roll back over and go to sleep. So are chocolate chip cookies your favorite cookies? I mean, listen, I'm an equal opportunity cookie eater. <laughs> so big fan of chocolate chip, big fan of lemon. I mean, I even enjoy the hated oatmeal raisin. You know, I, I think. Love I, thank you. Yeah, they I don't do. get enough love. I do. They're so good. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I'm really not picky. You name it, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. That's great. Oh, man. What type of legislator do you want to be? You know, I really want to be intentional. I want to be intentional mm. in the policies I pursue. Um, I am aware that I can go up there with a thousand ideas, but I am also not a legal scholar. And so you set one thing into place, what's the domino effect, right? And I think mm. this is one of the the benefits of having a business. So we have to think long-term. So if we start at point A, how is that going to affect point Z, right? Um, So I want to be very intentional. I'm not going to go up there and, you know, run a whole bunch of frivolous stuff. Um, I think that's a waste of my time. That's a waste of my colleagues' time. Um, That's a waste for my taxpayer, you know, the taxpayer dollars um, and for my constituents. You know, I, I want to be purposeful and effective in what, Mm. in what I do. Um, Not just with, legislation, right? right. With, with anything in life, sure. because, you know, time, when you are a serial entrepreneur, time is a commodity. Okay. Right. Um, I hate to waste time. My kids, my family, they will tell you this. It is one of, oh my gosh, just be efficient and handle your business. <laughs> so that's, that's going to be my approach there. That's great. So what I'm hearing is you understand the net effect yes. of the choices that you make. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. What are your priorities now and once elected? Oh gosh. Well, my priority right now is to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, once I'm elected, I obviously do have some specific things, you know, that I, I want to look into. Um, my children, you know, our oldest are in fourth and fifth grade um, through COVID. 
um, you know, going back to that technology thing, um, it, it's a great tool, but it can also be, you know, a hindrance. And so mm-hmm. I really want to explore, you know, how our schools are using their their devices, um, what is good and appropriate for children, what's good and appropriate for our teachers, um, and, and really kind of see, you know, what do we need to put in place there for safeguards? Um, and then also, you know, to help them use those devices to really help our kids flourish. Mm. You know, I, I'm a I'm a believer that, you know, all hands on deck. So let's use all the tools in our toolbox. Um, but we have to do it responsibly. Yeah. You know, um, I see it in my kids that, you know, the more they're on on devices, iPads, TVs, whatever, um, their behavior changes. And I cannot imagine <laughs> those teachers, teachers, I see you. I love you. Thank you. Um, but having to manage, you know, 20, yeah. 23, 26, whatever the number is in their class, um, having to manage all the different personalities, all the different learning abilities and these devices. Yeah. Like it is a challenge for me as a mom. Yeah. Um, so, so that is definitely on, on my radar for sure. That's great. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't have any kids now. However, I do see that to your point, the technology changes and more kids are consumed mm-hmm. by it. And a lot of parents are like, Hey, just go look at your iPad and don't worry about me right now. And I feel like yeah. they become disconnected. Mm-hmm. And then also, I I personally would like to see more of the really great positive teachers be on the forefront of the local news media say, hey, we're actually doing this because I see a lot of the negative side. And mm-hmm. it's a, and this is my own personal mm-hmm. opinion. I'll turn on the local news and all of a sudden you have these teachers, oh, wow, this, this, and that. They can say whatever they want. I'm like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. What about the teachers that aren't like mm-hmm. that but you're not mm-hmm. portraying that mm-hmm. so yeah that's great so so we have had some really really t- just to encourage you some sure. really awesome experiences this year that's great um you know we my daughter she's in fifth grade and you know they had a real tea party for the boston tea party that's and they were great. learning about that yeah. and so you know i i think it's a balance and and it does it goes back to the headlines right yeah um the headlines are not reality right you know that's probably you know th- there's little nuggets of truth you know sure. but but you have to get out and expand your circle and talk to your neighbors and really see what's going on um otherwise it can become i mean let's be honest it can become really depressing <laughs> yeah yeah and just for the record i have been one of those moms that's like take the ipad get out of my face yeah that's real life yeah. Um, but I, I it, it is a challenge. It is yeah. a struggle, you know, to, to manage that. So, yeah. well, and I'll use this in context is I'll go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and wife and husband, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. kids, they're at the same table enjoying mm-hmm. a meal. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. they'll, these kids will be mm-hmm. on their devices and they'll lose interaction with mm-hmm. their moms and dads. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm, t- yeah, more I, I've been about. there too. I've yeah. been there too. You know, it's, it is one of those things where technology is beautiful, mm-hmm. but we have to learn how to manage it sure. effectively, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll tell you a story. We took uh, Bryce to Gabriella's for his birthday. It's one of his favorite places. And Brooks, you know, he's our three-year-old. And man, we tried. We were like, <laughs> it is dad's birthday. We are going to have the best. Look at all these meatballs. Aren't you so excited? He was a terror. Yeah. He was just having none of it. He was exhausted. And so finally we were like, here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that makes sense. Yeah. There, yeah. there, there is a a balance for I agree. sure. A hundred percent. With everything in life. Yep. Cookies, iPads. <laughs> you know, find the balance. I love that. So Gabriella's off of a sixty third. Yeah, but they've moved now. I've never been there. <gasps> uh, yeah. It's delicious. Maybe Bryce will take me. Oh, he will. You send him a text right now, and he will meet you there for lunch. I Bryce guarantee. Bryce Thompson. You. I'll wear a suit <laughs> if you take me. <laughs> you can wear your pajamas and he'll take you. He wouldn't care. He wouldn't care at all. Oh, what's something you want people to know about you? Oh my gosh. So, you know, I am a very direct person. You will not really ever have to wonder uh, where I stand on something. Um, but even though sometimes I can be you know, a little abrasive, let's be honest. When when people are, are very direct, sometimes they can come across that way. My intentions are always good. If I am engaging, it's because I care. Mm. I don't engage when I don't care, right? Yeah, um, can't fake it. So, yeah, so to know that um, 
I just want everyone to be the best that they can be. Yeah. I, and I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but you know, I tell my kids all the time, I don't care if you're going to be a sweater knit, sweater knitter. You're going to be the best sweater knitter. You know, just be your best. How can I help you? Um, my heart really is just for people. You know, healthy relationships, healthy marriages um, between, you know, families, um, breaking cycles of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really my heart. That's, that's really great. my heart. You said a phrase that I feel like strong leaders say, authentic people say, entrepreneurs say, the undefeated mindset ask is, how can I help you? Mm. And genuinely mean that. And yeah. you genuinely mean that. Thank you. I do. Yeah. I do. You know, my, I, I didn't have this perfect, shiny, you know, yeah. childhood. Um, I've shared a little bit of that on, on Facebook. Um, but but knowing that everybody kind of has their dents and their dings, you know, bumps and bruises, we've all got them. We've yeah. all got them. Um, and, and finding, you know, a path forward, um, no matter what your story is, like, yeah. you know, today is a new day. Right. How, how do we move forward? How do we work through the yuck, you know, from the past and, and just let it go just for healthy hearts and healthy minds, yeah. you know, that's, that's really my passion. That's great. You, you talk about sharing a story on Facebook. I'm listening. <laughs> so what's the story? Would you sure. like to share it on? Sure. Yeah. So um, my father struggled with substance abuse, okay. um, specifically alcohol. And so um, he passed away right before I turned eight. So I'm an only child. Um, and, and so living through that, seeing things, you know, looking back, um, you know, when you're a child that lives in dysfunction, it's normal to you, right? You, you don't you don't know that's not that's not normal and so um you know he had his own demons that you know i I came to find out about as an adult um but really you know his passing and and moving forward you know with my mom as a single mom um she worked for the u.s attorney and i mean she made it happen you know challenging she actually a couple years after my father had passed away she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and so mm-hmm. she i mean debilitating um it was it was hard it was really yeah. hard um i remember watching her you know laying in bed just because she was in so much pain this was before you know there were all the the therapeutics out for that sure. um the the biologics and things like that but um you know i was fortunate enough to meet bryce when i was 16. Wow. his father um, was a pastor and so they moved to fort gibson to take over the church and so his parents have been together for i don't know a million years um their marriage is just an incredible you know um example of of what you know it, it should look like and so Fortunately, um, I, I had that model from a very young age, and I'm thankful for that because you know statistics show that if you live in a home with dysfunction, odds are you you will repeat that cycle if it's not yeah. broken. And so I very likely could have had a very different story, you know, mm-hmm. um, could have married someone and been okay with substance abuse, maybe been okay with physical abuse, um, but you know the Lord changed my story. Yeah, and so um, that affects the way I see the world. You know, um, that's another reason why, you know, circling back to your negativity question, I I don't take things personal because I recognize that I don't know everyone else's story, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so even though, you know, now we're, we are so fortunate. We have successful businesses. Our children are healthy. You know, we've, we live in a flourishing community, Um, but it, it wasn't always, you know, and it's not now, you know, picture right. perfect. And yeah. so um, really knowing, you know, how trauma shapes children, um, even adults, yeah. you know, um, that really that really affects how I approach people and situations. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's really deep, actually. <laughs> well, heavy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Are you caffeinated? <laughs> Let's dive into it. Oh. So, yeah. But hey, you know, it's real life. That's my story. The last question my wife wants me to ask you is, what advice would you give other moms and or women who want to serve their community through public service? Yeah, so do it. (laughs) Um, 
I think a lot of times what I hear, and this is, you know, I am just wired differently and I know that. Um, but when I am talking to moms and I'm talking to women, there's always this level of, not, not always, I should not blanket statement. Often mm -hmm. I see this like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can do that. Yes, you can. Why can you not? Why can you not take ownership of your situation? Why can you not be the agent of change? Why? Mm. Why do you need someone else to advocate for you? You can do it. You can do it. I will help you. Mm -hmm. I will help equip you um, to get out there and just get your hands dirty, right? You know, the, one of the most beautiful things about this process for me is that my kids have seen their mom just step into it. You know, a lot of times just, just the way that the family structure, um, you know, is is functioning, um, you know, there are dual working families for sure, but especially, you know, in my community, um, there are a, a pretty good portion of, of moms that stay home and, and that's great and that's good. And I did that, you know, for yeah. a lot of years, um, I was able to, you know, work on our businesses on the side, and, but focus on the, on the kids. Um, and so now that they're older, they're seeing oh my gosh, my mom is going and doing and it's teaching my children, mm. you can go and do. Yeah. You take ownership of your situation. You be the change. Yeah. If you don't like something, bless, bless their hearts. My kids' teachers, I tell them all the time, beginning of the year, we had a situation on the playground where Graham wanted a football and there wasn't a football. And I was like, well, if it was me, I would ask your teacher for a meeting. Find out why you can't. You know, the teachers are like, "Oh gosh, here come those, here come those Thompson kids again." Um, but, but I want women to know, like, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it, and we have such a unique perspective in the way that we approach the world because we do just we are wired with that nurturing side of things, and so being able to see, you know, perspectives. I mean. That men just don't. Yeah, that's I just agree. you know, and, and vice versa. That that works both ways, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but you can do it. Yeah, go do it. There is no reason you cannot do it. Yeah. So, not just with public service, with anything. Yeah. You know, anything you want to do, we can do it. Bring your kids along. I've been, like you know, I've been out knocking doors with a screaming three-year-old. <laughs> Here I am. You know, yeah. well, welcome to the real world. Yeah. So, <laughs> Eighty thousand yeah. people in District Twenty Two. Yeah, about. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of folks, but yeah, Senate districts have about eighty thousand people. Everyone just slam the door in your face. No. That's great. You know, yeah. I, I. It has been. It really has been a positive experience. I have met mm -hmm. some amazing people. Um, I, I actually met um, an older guy you know, a couple of weeks ago, he was a veteran and his, um, he invited me in his house, which I don't know. I'm always kind of like, I don't know if I should go in here. This is, this might be 2020 in the making, but anyway, <laughs> it just, it, he felt, it felt right, sure. you know, and I yeah. wanted to learn more about him. And so he takes me in his house and he's just telling me all, I mean, his story, it was so crazy that there was no way it was real. Like he was a CIA agent and he was in, you know, Vietnam and all this stuff. And wow. like, it was just amazing. And so, you know, I've got to tour some amazing places. There's, there's a place, uh, Fields of Hope out in Piedmont. Mm -hmm. um, have you been out there? Mm -hmm. Oh my I gosh. Have. Yeah. Amazing. It is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So um, for those of y'all yeah. listening that don't know, I gotta, I gotta, we gotta tell them what it is. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a recovery home for, for women where they get to work through, um, you know, substance abuse or whatever they, they might be struggling with, but they get to keep their children with them. Yeah. And their their success rate, I mean, my gosh, I think it's like 99%. Like, you know, and, you know, as a mom, I can't imagine going through something like that and, and right. also being detached from my children. So yeah. um, it's it's a beautiful place. But yeah, it has been, you know, if nothing else, it has been so good. Yeah. It really has been so good. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the journey. Yeah. I love Piedmont. I think the people out there are amazing. They are. They are. So nice. They so are. Genuine. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great little community. Yeah. If you were to look back in your own life 20 years ago, what advice would you give yourself? <sighs> Don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. And I know that's kind of cheesy, but don't sweat the small stuff. Love it. Make keep the main thing the main thing. That's great. That's what we say. That's that's, a, on, that's on my that's on our letterboard. Keep the main thing the main thing. 
focus. I say then staff <laughs> meetings. Oh. It's like, let's keep the main thing the main right? thing. Let's focus on that. Get out of the weeds. Oh, man. Come back. Shout out to my boss, Nick Penner, if you hear that. <laughs> let's keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> no, he does a great there job with that, it. actually. Yep. Yeah. He's he's a good leader, too. Good. So. Good. What are you most proud of? Oh, my gosh. I mean, my family. My family. I mean, hands down. You know, we... I'm really, really proud of the opportunities the Lord has given us um, and the legacy that we're building and that we're going to leave for our children, you know, um, that you can do things well without sacrificing people, um, you know, and bringing others along, you know, mm-hmm. bring the team along, bring the family along, bring the community along. How do you want to be remembered? Mm. That I loved people well and that I was brave. That's Those great. two things. Yeah. She did it. You know, when I'm dead and gone, you know, I want my, my grandkids to be like, man, she loved, she loved us. She loved Jesus. And, you know, she, she was a spitfire. Man, <laughs> that's great. And she loved cookies. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Doesn't matter which cookie. Equal, equal cookie lover. Okay, yeah, <laughs> equal opportunity, but equal cookie lover. Yes. Kristen so. Thompson, how do the constituents, our listeners, people just get in touch with you? Yeah. So um, we've got a Facebook page, Kristen for Oklahoma 2022. That is also our website. Um, you can email me, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at Kristen for Oklahoma.com. Um, comes right to my phone. And so um, I love to engage with constituents. I think it's incredibly important. Um, And just people in general, you know, give me some feedback. Let's work together and see what we can collaborate on. Yeah. Well, I will give you feedback. Your website is great. (gasps) Thank you. I appreciate that. I I wrote all of that stuff. Did you? Yes. I I try to be very intentional with the messaging um, that we we put out because I want people to know that it matters to me. You wrote that? I did. I thought you hired like a political (laughs) consultant. I was like, man, this is really good. I mean, we work work together. You know, she she gives me my prompts, but that's another reason why, you know, I'm thankful for her is that I I don't like to be boxed in. Right. And so, so I really, I mean, everything you see that is put out on digital, um, you know, the website, you know, eventually, you know, we'll start doing some some mailers and things like that um it it's me it's that's me. great yeah well we wish you all the very thank best you. we're rooting you on thank you and uh, we'll uh, catch up soon yeah thank you so thank much thank you for appreciate having me pleasure right. we appreciate your support to defining moments podcast a good friend of mine once told me the best one out there is the one having the most fun and he's exactly right and that's exactly what we're doing we're having the most fun why because we can and we want to find us on social media, Twitter at Def Moments Pod. That's at D E F Moments Pod. On Instagram, Facebook at Defining Moments Podcast. Take us on the go from iHeartRadio to Spotify, all the way to YouTube. Search Defining Moments Podcast. Check out our swag at DefiningMomentsPod.com. We have a merchandise store, a lot of great stuff. Follow us on social media. We love to do giveaways. Why? Because we're undefeated. Have a good day.